0: Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine.
1: And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 9th of September 2022, including Disney's remake of Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks, and now TV's political thriller Munich Games. Set 50 years after the terrorist attack at the Munich Olympics.
0: And we'll also be looking at the roller coaster life story of heavyweight champion Iron Mike Tyson in Disney Plus's drama Mike and the return of Joe Gilgan's rip roaring comedy drama Brassic on Now TV. But first, Ian, what is in the news?
1: Stephen Graham will head the cast of Disney's period drama A Thousand Blows which is written by Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight and set in the illegal boxing world of Victorian London. What else is in the news Hannah?
0: Paramount Plus is making epic period drama A Gentleman in Moscow starring Ewan McGregor as Russian Count Alexander Rostov who holds up in a lavish hotel Metropole to avoid execution after the Russian Revolution.
1: Well, we're on a bit of a roll because this is another very good week, I would say. And we're going to start on Disney Plus with a new series all about the boxer Mike Tyson. It's called Mike. And here's a clip. Who am I? People just see an animal. They call me a savage. I'm the most vicious,
0: ruthless champion that's ever been.
1: No one can match me. My style's impetuous. I'm ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. Praise be to Allah.
0: Is that who I am?
1: So this arrived on Thursday, the 8th of September. There are eight episodes. I've got to say, it's very, very good. Well, what do most people know about Mike Tyson? They probably know he was the youngest boxer to win the heavyweight title. He bit off part of Evander Holyfield's ear during a fight and he spent almost three years in prison after a rape conviction. Now this impressive new series stars Travante Rhodes of Moonlight fame as Mike Tyson and it's a really well told story. It's got a lot of style as well. There's a lot of breaking the fourth wall which actually works incredibly well. There's a framing device of Tyson appearing in a one-man show in which he is talking to the audience about his life and his career. And in episode one, we go back to his childhood in 1970s Brooklyn. And it was a pretty troubled childhood. He was bullied. He was overweight. He had his distinctive high-pitched voice and his lisp he experienced extreme poverty didn't really know his dad there was a lot of domestic abuse so he kind of started falling into a life of crime ended up in in detention center but an encounter with a boxing trainer there sets him on a new path and he is taken on by a veteran trainer called Cus who is played by none other than Harvey Keitel. As the series continues, uh, we'll we'll discover more about how Tyson found fame and infamy in and out of the ring, also his marriage, his title bouts, and his relationship with Don King, the boxing promoter, the very flamboyant boxing promoter who is played by Russell Hornsby. And what the series does is it places Tyson's career and life in the context of race relations in America, it's looking at, like, what sort of black sporting hero does America expect and will they accept? And the same with King. That's why, in a way, he's got this almost caricature persona because that's what America could deal with, a him as almost like this kind of clownish figure. He worked very closely with Ali, of course. He promoted two of his huge fights, the, the Rumble in the Jungle, the Thriller in Manila. And by a weird coincidence, uh, this is the second time Hornsby has played a boxing promoter in recent years because he was in Creed 2 as Buddy Marcello. This was an incredibly stylish, well made, well written series with great performances from the male leads and the female leads as well. We've also got the young beauty queen who accused Tyson of rape. I mean, it's just a hell of a story, isn't it? Uh, from, From this awful childhood through his boxing career through his problems criminal record and then kind of almost reinvention as uh, appearing in films and tv shows so it's a remarkable story anyway but i think it's really well told in this series what did you think of it hannah
0: yeah i again i thought it i thought it was great i mean really really well done and the thing that i love about stuff like this is that you learn something new because you think you kind of I mean, not really know, but it, I mean, and I, I'd imagine, like you said at the beginning, you think you know a few bits, but there was there was lots I didn't know. And I think the the story of kind of the the the, the poverty that he came from, um, and the life that he eventually sort of had and, and managed to turn around, is quite exceptional. And actually, it's quite indicative of a lot of boxers, isn't it? it? Seems to be um, a way of sort of turning their lives around. So for me, it was just a, an interesting. Um, and quite shocking in places, actually. Tale of somebody who you think you know through the press, but actually, do you really know?
1: Also on Disney Plus, you're going to talk to us about uh, a remake of a beloved film. It is Pinocchio. Hello, Pat oh! oh! <laughs> Jumping jeepers! An almost real boy. Oh. <laughs> Turn around, let me get a look at you. I will be right here when you get back. Pinocchio is running around loose without a conscience. Can you imagine the trouble he's going to get into?
0: Oh, I love Pinocchio. Isn't it absolutely brilliant? Do you know what? I love it when films like this are remade. I mean, in some ways, you know, the original always, is always there as a great, but then when they remake something, of course, technology has moved on so much and 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 it really shows um every time they remake something um and and it really does in this because i mean this was i think this was a originally a 1940 animation so you know this is a completely different scenario where you see pinocchio literally no strings attached moving around like a real life thing um and I think the animation is absolutely incredible, and I think that it absolutely brings to life a, a story that most people um, will have read and will know of. Now, um, Tom Hanks um, stars in this, and he's brilliantly cast um, as as Geppetto, which is this very kind of lonely carpenter but very very kind and I I think Tom Hanks is absolutely wonderful as him actually and he builds the puppet Pinocchio um and he and he wants this creation to become real and um and of course that is exactly exactly what he gets but Pinocchio doesn't have a conscience and so he's quite naughty (laughs) gets up to lots of mischief and there's and and that really is the story. Him getting into lots of different scrapes and um, getting into trouble with lots of unsavory characters. All the regulars that you'd expect in there. Jimmy Cricket. Um, for me, it brings to life something that that needs to be brought to life again. Um, it's such a brilliant story. It's got very powerful messages all the way through it, um, and really incredible, incredibly well done. I absolutely loved it. I think. I think most people will love it. And I think children will absolutely love it. As I say, I think we've come on so far with technology. When you see something like this, it's it's quite incredible. What did you think, Ian?
1: It's very good. Uh, and of course, it doesn't always work out for the best when classic Disney movies are remade. To wit, Tim Burton's Dumbo. They have stayed very faithful to the animated original haven't they uh, the look of pinocchio is very similar to what you had i mean i can't yeah. believe it so long ago that that original film which which was great also quite dark in places but it's not doesn't really get shown on so called normal tv does it so i haven't seen the original Pinocchio for for years and years. But this looks great. Hanks is, well, he's so reliable, isn't he? But he's well cast in this role. You've got Jiminy Cricket, who again looks pretty similar to the original Jiminy Cricket. You've got the Blue Fairy, played by Cynthia Erivo. It all works very well. They haven't changed too much about it. And what's interesting is that there's a Guillermo del Toro is bringing out a stop motion version of pinocchio very soon that's arriving soon and i'm actually kind of more excited about that because it's set uh, against the backdrop of mussolini's italy much as his pan's labyrinth was set during the spanish civil war so i think that'll be fascinating but this particularly for the kids i think they're going to absolutely lap this up it, it, it looks terrific, and I think they've done a they've done a great job, and really stayed faithful to the spirit of the original Disney film. Whereas, of course, the novel that Pinocchio is based on is is quite a bit darker, and I suspect Del Toro will be be getting in touch with that dark side a little bit more. Over on Now TV, we have a new political thriller called Munich Games, and here's a clip.
0: A friendly match between Germany and Israel is set to take place 50 years since the Munich massacre. With days
1: to go, security is tight.
0: Our team is positive to get a clear understanding of the threat within the next few hours.
1: So people will recall at the 1972 Munich Olympics that uh, Israeli athletes and and their coaches uh, were killed by Palestinian terrorists Now, this modern-day espionage thriller is based around the staging of a friendly football match between an Israeli and a German team at the Munich Olympic Stadium to mark the 50-year anniversary of that massacre. And the Israelis are very much keeping tabs on security and looking out for any kind of similar terrorist risk. And this agent, Oren, who's very much a kind of computer guy, who's like, he's, he's searching the dark web uh, for anything dodgy that might be going on, where he finds sort of almost like a video game type footage of an imagined massacre at the stadium, uh, which sets off alarm bells. And he gets teamed with uh, Maria, a German police officer, but she has... Um, Lebanese roots so it's quite an interesting culture clash there the clock is ticking there's five days to go before the game clearly someone is it looks as though someone's planning some kind of horrific attack but can they get to the bottom of it in time so this is really stylishly done it's one of those kind of European style dramas where it's just very naturalistic, the dialogue is, is incredibly believable, It's it doesn't seem like it's been kind of ramped up to make it more exciting. It's done in various different languages, there's a lot of subtitles, I mean I, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, it's, it's very well lit, it's intelligent uh, but also exciting, so yeah, I think this is a high class piece of drama with a real European feel. Um, what did you think about this, Hannah?
0: Yeah, I I would, I would agree that it is a high-class drama. It does have a real European feel about it, but I think also it, it brings to life something that's just really awful. And, and I, I think also it kind of... And we've seen it, we've seen a few of these things, haven't we? Um, whether it's a documentary or, you know, a drama, where they really do their research and really do their homework and really work out what's going on and takes, takes you on that journey.
1: Yeah, agreed. And, of course, that the original... Munich uh, massacre was was retold in a feature film, wasn't it? And if you do want to kind of uh, remind yourself of the history of exactly what happened on Sky Sky Documentaries, they are showing 1972, Munich's Black September, which reconstructs the massacre through archive footage and eyewitness accounts. Now, we're going to finish off on a lighter note, thank goodness. Hannah, you're gonna tell us about the return of the comedy drama Brassic to Now TV. we professional fees, <laughs> oh. are we? Come on, how many eyebrows you know me I'm coming down, Good Lad. Oh, nailed it.
0: They're back and they're funny and it's crazy and it's wacky um, and it's everything that you enjoyed um, last time round. So we kind of rejoin the group um you'll remember Erin played by Michelle Keegan um Michelle she she does so many different things she's quite a versatile actor actually she seems to do lots of different things and and does it well um she's still in hiding um after that kind of involvement with crime boss Terence McCann in the last series and uh when they discover her whereabouts Vinnie uses a road trip to to, uh, she's stuck in deepest Wales an excuse to track her down and bring her back to Hawley so you know troubles never far away for this 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 lot and um it's a uh, it, it's told in quite a funny way so although there's lots of scrapes and lots of kind of um things going wrong it's also pretty funny it it, it delivers in the same way i think as last time uh, do you need to see the first series probably helpful um get a feel for dominic west is also in this um so you know a few names that people will know tom hansen david maloney uh, damian maloney even there's a few names that people will know but this is as you say to, to end uh, today's podcast binge watch it's it's a slightly uh, lighter tale
1: it's a very good series isn't it and I do find Gilgand quite a fascinating character because obviously he started out in Emmerdale, didn't he? But was uh, brilliant as Woody in This Is England. And I think Shane Meadows and that series has has hugely influenced this, which he has co-created. He was also in that great show, Misfits. And I've interviewed him in the past and he's very open and upfront about his mental health struggles. He's bipolar and this series although it's pretty crazy what goes on in it a lot of it is based on his own life experiences so it's kind of like um i mean it's its definitely got shades of this is england it also got got a little bit of sort of if gavin and stacy had a lot of sex drugs and crime in it uh <laughs> it might look a bit like this and i haven't been following it it's
0: quite authentic yeah though, isn't it? it's quite authentic because i think because it is based a lot on his own experiences and I mean, this is series four. I mean, we're quite a way in, aren't we?
1: It's been very successful. Yeah, it also slightly reminds me of of, of train spotting in a funny way. But (laughs) I've not been following it. And so, as you mentioned, Dominic West is in it. And I was delighted watching episode one of the new run when... um, uh, Gilgan's character goes round to visit him, and he's having a threesome <laughs> with these twins. It's that's, that's Dominic West. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it's great. It's it's a big it's a big hit for Sky. It's a great commission, and uh, I am a Gilgan fan. Now uh, we've got to that stage, Hannah. It comes around so quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> when I ask you, it? when I ask you what you've been binging on uh, this week, so please reveal all.
0: Well, I've been watching Making the Cut on uh, oh. Amazon Prime Video. I don't know if you've seen any of that, Ian. Um, no. But it has Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn, and this series welcomes 10 established designers from around the world to Los Angeles, um, and basically they're competing <laughs> to be the next global fashion brand. So it's, it's right up your street, I'd say.
1: Nothing to do with <laughs> golf, then. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, f- for me, of course, Meredith Sa- Married at First Sight UK is back. So that is going to be taking up a great deal of my time over the coming weeks. And I'm enjoying it already. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week. So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah?
0: Um, well, the Grand Tour gang will risk life and limb as they put rally cars to the test in Scandinavia's icy wilderness in Amazon Prime videos. The Grand Tour, a Scandi flick. I'm Looking forward to that.
1: And on Paramount+, Plus, this is exciting, Rosie O'Donnell and John Bernthal star in a TV reboot of, yes, another classic movie, this time it's American Gigolo, which originally starred Richard Gere, of course. So we look forward to those and more, but in the meantime... Watch me!